1: People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org.
5: Friday night for Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio, yay! Dot FM, dot forever, yay! Uh, hey, to, to lure people in tonight, uh, we have grapefruit juice, THC punch, and peach CBD punch. If you don't know what CBD is, then go get your medical cannabis card and find out, you weirdos. Like, it's, it's only the best thing ever. Sponsored by Alta California Botanicals. Uh, TryAlta.com You're going for the CBD, huh? Going for the CBD, yeah Nice work Uh, I'm gonna tell some jokes or whatever To start this out You know what? I don't feel like telling jokes I feel like giving my set away To the guy who pre-signed And took flyers And he's gonna open it up tonight We're gonna sing the song after this Motherfucker Please put your hands together Everybody, it's Ian Kung And I meant to call you a motherfucker in the night possible, like,
1: like not, it's not a bad thing, Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you. Uh, that was the nicest motherfucker I've ever received before. Yes, that was awesome. Hey, guys, so, uh, I, uh, I got in a fight last night with a friend of mine, right? Aww. Yeah, she, um, she was talking to me and she was saying, like, hey, you'd look really hot if you, uh, worked out more. And I said, hey, you'd look really hot if you ate less. Which, <laughs> In retrospect, turns out to be a completely disproportionate response. But, um, I don't know. Like, uh, I can kind of understand where she's coming from. I can understand why she's mad at me, because, you know, come on, it sucks to be fat, right? But, <laughs> yeah. What was I talking about? Um, God, I don't know if I want to, like, talk about this one tonight, but. Ah, uh, shit. What do I to say? Hey, thanks for you guys for coming out. This is really fun, I guess. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. What about you, sir? Are you, are you a comic, or are you, just, are you just here for fun tonight? Uh, I'm a comic, but apparently I'm here for fun tonight. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, get me late. Let's, let's hear for our non-comics. Where's, uh, where, where's my non-comic <laughs> friends who came here? You came here just for fun? R- yeah. Really, how'd you hear about us? I, w- I want to know. This is really great, because this is the fucking Mutiny's the fucking best. Oh, no, you're a comic? Oh, fuck you, man. Come on. <laughs> Oh no, man, this is great. I mean... <laughs> Just one hit Fam, how long do I have to be up here for? What's... What, what is... Oh, jeez. Oh, alright, great. Guys, I, um... I wish I were black. Like, actually, like real, like, like Denzel Washington Training Day black, you know? And it's unfortunate because I can never really get to that level. Because there's no such thing as like badass, like real badass Asians for us, right? And everyone says like, oh, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, but I'm not talking about people who, who like fight. You know what I mean, that's not a badass. Badasses don't fight people. They use guns, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And even like music that we listen to, think about it. I listen, I heard this lyric from Tupac, It was my main man let two strikes slip, got arrested and flipped. He screamed thug life and emptied a clip. Got tired of running from the police. You know what that tells me? That tells me about the resilience and the struggle of his people. You know, it's been seven years and we're still running away from that American Idol bullshit. Remember? She bang, She bang. That was like our Chinese 9-11, you guys. Every Chinese guy remembers where he was when that came on TV. We all thought to ourselves, holy shit, I'm never going to date a white girl after this. It's never going to happen for me. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I wish I was just tougher. You know, just a little more of a badass. My friend even asked me recently to go skydiving with him. And I thought, fuck no. Why the hell would I pay to possibly die? We get, so, but you know, because I'm a bitch and, and I give in to peer pressure, I fucking go with him. Right? We go. And I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing? Like, right? Those parachutes don't want to open up. They're hitting the ground. And I'm talking to the instructor and he doesn't make me feel any better. He's this long, blonde haired dude. He's kind of like really chill. He's kind of a hippie looking dude. I'm like, dude, what happens? What happens if your parachutes don't work? He's like, oh, don't worry, bro, I'm a professional. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm just as good as you as hitting the ground if these parachutes don't work. What's gonna happen? He's like, don't worry, man. Parachutes don't work, I got got this radio. Gonna call it in. I didn't like the kind of faith that he had in this radio. Like, we're just gonna go down, the parachutes don't work. (laughs) Yo, this is Sky Kyle calling ground. Like, uh, parachutes didn't work, bro. Oh, this is ground dealing to Sky Kyle. That's a major bummer. <sighs> yeah, bro, what do you got for me? All right, hold on, let me check the manual. You used the second parachute? Yes, yeah, no bueno, dude. Nothing's going. Oh, bummer. Bummer. Hey, China, bro. <laughs> Looks like we're in trouble. What? I don't know, man, I just, I ended up just not even going. I don't know, I thought about it too much. It just, it really psyched me out. Like, I just, I just hated that shit. I was driving. I was just driving over the bridge. You guys, uh, turns out five o'clock's not a good time to commute over here. It really sucked. I was on the bridge for an hour, and I was stuck behind this uh, truck, this awesome truck with this lift kit, and it had these. Dangling testicles. You're right, Pam. You're right? Oh, my God China, bro, god. China, bro. China, bro? <laughs> All of that in China, bro. Is it all right, sir? I Gotta get some of that peach stuff. Jesus. That looks good Anyways, i was stuck behind this dude, and he had those dangling nuts. You know those dangling trucks truck nuts behind. Oh my god I'm asking like how much more hetero are you trying to be, right? Like, how hard are you trying? And I think, what happened to this guy? You know what happened? Someone must have called him, like, a faggot or something. And it got, like, deep, like, into his heart, and it bothered him, and he's like, oh, oh, I'm gonna- how can I show everyone how much of a not-faggot I am? Other than just, like, putting these nuts on the back of my truck and showing everyone how hetero I and-, and I want to know what the logic is, because, like, you're trying to show everyone how much you hate vols, by putting him on the back of your truck, you know? I don't know, it's just, that really upset me. It's like, if I'm, it's like if I really have a problem with Trump, I'm not gonna stick a Trump bumper sticker on the back of my truck, right? I don't know. Logic. Anyway, hey, give it up for your host, Pam. That was a lot of fun, thanks.
5: Keep it going for truck nut enthusiast, Ian Kung. He loves those nuts on the trucks. Uh, we're gonna sing the song. If you know how it goes, you can sing along with me, and if not, you will learn how it goes, and you will sing along with the other people. That's very easy. Here we go, we're going to pick a key. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. (laughs) <laughs> Big rock candy mountain bitches. M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yeah! Yay! We did it in, we did it like two notes lower. I chose the wrong key. I'm sorry you guys. I never choose that key. It's usually a little brighter. It has a little ping to it, you know? <laughs> Not tonight. Uh it's okay. I'm excited, you guys, because we have a really stellar showcase tonight, and we have four amazing comedians that are all going to do 20 minutes. Why? Because they're all so great. We had to give them 20 because they're fucking hysterical people. Uh, before we get to that amazing uh, cluster toot of wonderfuck, we're going to have another comedian come up who was—he's not inside. He was—he was being. So, well, his dog is inside. Where is he? Yeah, tell him I'm giving him his coveted guest set, the the coveted guest set. Where is your dad, Aldo? Where is he? Just so you guys know, up in the front, if you're drinking the grapefruit juice, it has THC in it and a lot of it. And if you're drinking the peach, it has CBD. But the THC stuff is really strong. So I'm telling you, just like a half a cup, see where you are in 15 minutes. I don't want anyone to have like crazy hallucinations like Steve Poggi did the other night, all right? And if anybody saw me on Wednesday and they're like, what's wrong with Pam? It's because I drank an excessive amount of THC. So don't be a Pam. Uh, stay, stay positive and drink less than you think you should. Your next comedian has a knife in his beer, and that's scaring the fuck out of me. He also has a really nice dog and very funny jokes. So put your, oh, and a great podcast on Tuesday nights from 10 to midnight called F-E-F-Y, which is fuck everything, fuck you. Uh, He's not going to fuck you right now. Uh, Here you go. Tim Pizza. Yay! Woo! Woo!
0: Woo! It's Friday night. You guys pumped? It's Friday night. Everybody's off work. It's good to go. What I like to do through all sorts of emotions of the week is make up different cheese songs to accompany them. Like if it's, you know, it's like when you take a song, pop song, make the hook about cheese, and I'm pumped up and it's Friday night. You gotta fight for your right to Havarti. Say I'm serious, super serious. And I got something serious I gotta do. Here I go again on my own. Going down the only road I prove alone. Yeah, and then like, you know, most of the time I'll be seeing somebody and then I'll get dumped. And then, then I do this when I'm dumped. I wish that I could make you turn around. Turn around and see me cry. You're the only one who really knew me at all. So tell 'em look at me now. <laughs> Sorry about my voice. Yeah, I can't. I've never been able to hold a note for my life. I'm a, I'm a pretty stressed out guy. And I'm always trying to think of ways to not be stressed out and to, uh, you know, be peaceful. And I find that by watching animals, you can learn that. Like turtles, for example. Like you never see a turtle like flip over a table and just start choking his wife. He goes in his shell, and he internalizes everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he does. It's good stuff. Um, so I've been, I've been trying to do the dating thing, and I've been doing that good at it. Uh, I was doing the Tinder thing. I thought Tinder would be cooler if they just, like, showed you how many people actually swiped left. I think that would be better for everybody. But uh, uh, there's this new app where you can uh, type in the STDs you have and date people with the same STDs. It's pretty fucking sweet. It's like, how are the opening chat lines going to go in that uh, chat stream? Hey, baby, let's do this. It's uh, syphil us, not syphil you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, hey, are you tired of fucking ugly people? You look like you don't have to fuck ugly people. Yeah, what about you? Are you tired of fucking ugly people? Yeah, 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 oh, well, like I was thinking, like I'm tired of fucking ugly people. Uh, it's like you know, maybe I could fuck a ten, um, if I was willing to get crabs. like you can get rid of crabs in like a couple of weeks, easy. Yeah, so you beat bop crabs into the app, and uh, you know, because somebody with crabs, their self esteem is probably low enough to fuck me. Um, and how's that first opening line going to be? It's going to be like, uh, "Hey baby, let's do this. Don't be shellfish." Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Uh, anybody ever try to be friends with an axe? It's awful, awful thing to do. I went out with this girl, tiny little blonde thing, gorgeous, broke my heart, dumped me. I went to my roommate and I was like, hey, Johnny, what do I do about this? This is the part where I make an ass of myself. And he goes, uh, just play it cool, man. Keep the cage door open. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Because you got a bird, bird lives in a cage. Uh, you leave the cage door open, uh, the bird will leave, maybe one day it'll come back. God, fuck you. You know, so I. Uh, Sure enough, six months down the road, I run into her at bimbos. And we make plans to hang out that Friday night, and I'm just fucking pumped. We go out, um, dinner, dancing, total gentleman. I have so much fucking fun that uh, she misses the BART train, so she's got to stay at my place. And uh, we crawl on the bed. I got the biggest fucking smile on my face. She looks at me, and she goes, hey, Timmy, don't hit on me. Uh, I just got to have a fucked up relationship. Let's just be friends. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. This is the happiest I've ever been to not get laid hands down so I, I feel like I'd won you know I this beautiful girl and I, you know I got her back into my life I didn't fuck it up and uh, you know I go to sleep with a smile on my face and then I wake up at 3 a.m. just dry humping the fucking shit out of this girl in my sleep just just totally going at it and I you know I freak out she freaks out she makes she does the most humiliating thing possible and builds a wall of pillows in between like my dick and her pussy like my dick must have been in the middle of the night, just like I remember you. <laughs> you know, I tried to I tried to make a joke out of it by telling her I had a dream I was horseback riding, um, but uh, you know, like you know, we laughed it off. The whole time I'm thinking, am I gonna be this dude that gets arrested on Muni for dry humping people at like five o'clock in the afternoon? You know, I'm fucking horrified, but we actually make plans to hang out the following Friday night, and we do. We go out, and it's dinner, and it's dancing, and it's, everything's great, and I'm a total gentleman. And um, she misses the bar train again, and sure enough, she ends up in my bed again. Um, thankfully, she doesn't build the wall of pillows in between us this time. Um, she just gets in the bed with me, she's trusting, but I don't want to hump this girl in my sleep, I'm terrified, but I'm an ideas guy. I'm an ideas guy, and I build this plan because I'm a gentleman. So uh, we fall asleep together and uh, I pretend to sleep. I wait till she's snoring and drooling. And then uh, about 45 minutes later, uh, I sneak off to the bathroom and uh, I sit on the edge of the bathtub and I just vigorously masturbate. (laughs) Totally just go at it, just, yeah, just vigorously masturbate. But you know what, I left the bathroom door open because you've got to leave the cage door open, right? <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. I'm Timothy Pizza. Maybe I'll see you on the bus.
5: Knife in the can. Jokes to your brain. When is your punchline show, darling? It's Tuesday. Tuesday, February 2nd at the punchline. You can see Timothy Pizza. Exciting stuff. Yes, his dog is really stoked about it. Uh, we're going to, he's like, where are we going? So are we going to drink some THC? No, doggie, that's not safe for you. Um, but please drink drugs, you guys. It's going to, it's a lot of fun. It's like laughter is the second best medicine. All to California Botanicals is the first it's like brought to you by that's who gave us all the drugs all right uh we're gonna jump into our uh, showcase section and all these next comedians are getting 20 minutes so you guys they're gonna spread their motherfucking wings strap in get ready to laugh like crazy fools i was gonna put um mark up before you but you're here he's outside hold the dog perfect hey mark You want to come in and do some 20 minutes for everybody? What? Yeah, Yeah, you guys are in for a fucking treat. He just won money in San Jose at some fucking contest. Yeah, Yeah, you did. I saw it online, which means it's absolutely true. Uh, He uh, he, he beat a bunch of people and made some money, and he's going to make you guys laugh right now. Are you ready? That is so lackluster. Clap your hands like you mean it. Be ready. It's Mark Smalls. Yay!
6: Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be. Is the mic on? Yes, it is. Pam, thanks for shouting me out. I did win money. I'm not going to do any of those jokes tonight, though, guys, okay? Because all that shit was hack material, okay? That was... All right, I'll do some of those fucking... Jesus Christ, man, coming to a cold room here. I wish we had these Dave Chappelle phone things, so what's-his-face would put a... You know, dude... I'm supposed to do 20 minutes up here, dude. I demand respect, all right? This fucking, what is so, what are you playing? You playing Candy Crush? What are you doing? You fucking booking shows? What the fuck you doing right now, dude? You networking? Yeah, dude, this is good, man. I'm, this is good, dude. I'm creating this like angsty, awkward, like, should we laugh? Do I like this guy? His hair is kind of offensive. I understand, dude. I get it, man. I get. It. Still on his fucking phone, though. You know what I mean? That, thats the fucking best part. Still on the phone. What the fuck are you? Are you? What are you selling something on Craigslist? What is? Listen, dude. I gotta do twenty minutes, so work with me here. All right. What are you, what are you doing on your phone? Okay. All right. Cool. I like that. I like that. But you got to give me more, dude. You got to give me more. Well, no, 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 no. Listen. No, no, no. See, this is it. This is good. This is the, this is that angsty, awkward Friday. It's Friday, Friday, Friday night shit. I'm asking a simple question. He's getting defensive. I can multitask. Apparently you can't because you can't ask answer. <laughs> Anybody else get too high before my set? or <laughs> Just me. Good. Pleasure to do comedy looking directly at Luton, Martin Luther King's fucking face. Ain't that some shit right there, dude. Just like, what's up, y'all? You, motherfucker, right? That's cool. What the fuck are you doing (laughs) on that fucking tablet, dude? What is so important? Nothing is going on right now, dude. Not a fucking thing. Krasner, I'm going to need you to fucking handle my lightweight and rip that goddamn phone (laughs) out of his fucking... I just want to unplug shit right now. I don't know. (laughs) I'm in a weird I just want to start fucking just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll move this, you know? (laughs) Fuck it, I'm doing 20, you know what I mean? (laughs) Fucking knife beer and a dog. Jesus Christ, Tim Pizza. (laughs) And his name is Tim Pizza. Like how could a knife beer, a dog, still like you more than phone guy over there, okay? like look at all the activities that he's got going on right now still a respectful audience member he's heard this he knows what the fuck i'm oh you just move out of your mom's he knows (laughs) he knows what the fuck is coming he's like when the fuck is he gonna dip into that stupid you know what i mean i'm not gonna fucking do it i'm not gonna do it just moved out of my mom's house guys (laughs) i didn't dude I didn't just do that. I've been doing it for three fucking years, but I didn't. I want to move back in with my parents. They're not together anymore. So that sucks, dude. Cool. All right. Y'all don't feel bad about my parents not being together. Whatever, dude. I don't have a job anymore. Maybe I'm going to get my parents back together. Huh? (laughs) Mark, what do you do? I do stand up at night during the day. I get my parents back together. (laughs) Don't full time job pretty much. Uh <laughs> I mean, when you were younger when your parents got divorced, that was good. You're like two Christmases, lots of presents. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I now mean, that you're older, it's like fucking two Christmases. I gotta get a lot of presents. Fuck dude. Like woo It's the worst. I wouldn't wanna get my parents back together now. I wouldn't wanna do that. You know how much shit I talk about? my dad to my mom, you know what I mean? And how much shit I talk about my dad to my therapist. It's fucking... Oh, you don't like the cute ones. Okay, all right, we can switch it up. Fucking phone guy, all right? No, he's not even... I gotta do a callback, dude. I I gotta spice up the set. I gotta spice it up somehow. It's closed, so get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's closed, dude. Why don't you fucking... Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. This is, yo. This is not even. This is like a group therapy session right now. How the fuck we having a show where we know every single person? You don't think I know you? I fucking know you, dude. I, 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 I grinder, bro. So don't. (laughs) Please donate, guys. All right, to Martin Luther King. That's why. (laughs) Why would you put it there? That's a peculiar place to. Well, now it's racist that you moved it, right? Sabine, I'm so sorry you're subjected to this. You're such a nice girl. Such a funny comic, too, right, guys? Not Tim Pizza, though. He's fucking, you know, oh, roasting! Fucking New Year's. Fucking 2016, new year, new me, right? Yeah? Does anybody have any, like, sweet New Year's resolutions? No, like, fuck. I'm, am fu- I'm fucking, be a f- fucking fighter pilot, dude. I'm gonna fucking be a fighter pilot and toot this. No, no one's gonna be a. Fu- well, fuck you. I'm gonna be a fighter pilot then, dude. Do- anyone gonna be a fighter pilot? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? No one have any cool resolutions. Do you have a resolution, sir? Does anybody have any other New Year's resolutions? Because I'm fucking scared right now. You have a New Year's resolution? Will you raise your hand? What's your New Year's resolution? Oh, my God. Damn, what a... I didn't even listen to what you said. Just your voice was fucking amazing on that. As soon as you opened your mouth, I checked out. I was like, I want to fuck this guy, dude. I, can you say repeat that? Because I didn't hear that. What was that again? holy shit dude you <laughs> fuck to lose jeez I'm just I'm fucking weird. what did what did you what is it to what is it what is it, what is it? no I'm not I, I I. yeah no I'm not gonna jerk off to your voice bro get the fuck out of here bro I'm not a fucking per- I'm gonna jerk off to your face dude like a fucking man, dude. You think what the fuck? Who has I? Uh, who has uh, audible uh, auditory? Who knows English here? So, who has auditory sensible? Who has auditory? S- <laughs> Yo, I feel like I'm having a stroke right now. <laughs> who has? Whom <laughs> Right? Whom Has auditory sensible hearing Who fucking remembers shit with their hearing Dude is what I'm trying to s- <sighs> <laughs> I feel like Serene Branson Announcing the grant You remember that chick dude? So remember fucking No? Okay. It's just me. Alright what is, What is your New Year's resolution? Uh, don't say it like that now dude Said it like you know, I'm gonna talk like i don't have a sexy eye shut the fuck up joey don't be fucking looking at me like that dude Oh, uh, you didn't know this is a very angsty we're trying to get real we're trying to get mean in here angsty yeah yeah i didn't smoke today i didn't smoke at all i didn't smoke a fucking just joking dude i was i ate so much weed dude so <laughs> so many pot brownies dude No one else, no New Year's resolutions, no sweet ones? What do you got, what's your New Year's resolution? To pay a fucking tension more, or? (laughs) (laughs) Now it's it's getting mean, now it's getting real mean. (laughs) You ever look at how much time you have left? (laughs) Nah, I looked and saw that I had done nine minutes, so. My New Year's resolution, don't fucking do that, dude. What am I, Chappelle? What the fuck are you doing? Who the fuck films this shit, dude? Get the fuck, stop trying to get famous on dips, Tim Pizza. It's never, it's never gonna happen, dude. I got 15 likes on on one of my videos, dude, because I liked it 14 times, dude. That's how you know an app's never, dude, the liking system, you can just like your own shit. He's like, yeah, if you get a lot of likes, you'll get paid. 4,000 likes on my next video, dude. That's what I'm... What? No, I got paid. Yeah. How much you get paid? What? 100? For fucking what? A Look at Krasner. Krasner's like, wait, hold on, motherfucker. Are y'all serious? You got... <laughs> Did you see his face? Did he get paid? Is this not being broadcasted on the radio, by the way? Is this a radio station? (laughs) I'm just joking, Pam, I know. One round of applause for Pam Benjamin, huh? Yeah. Pandering, halfway through my set. How are we doing, guys? Finally moved out of my mom's house, huh? (laughs) Yes, sir, yes, sir. Gonna kill myself, all right. I uh, I actually... A lot of people still... Like, Leo, you still think I live with my parents, right? Uh, well, I'm aware that you don't, but I think in your heart you always be. <laughs> up that was so fucking cold for you to say that, dude. That was so... Like, it was a yes or no question. She was like, let me hit you where it hurts, you know? I, uh, I believe you don't live with your parents, but in your heart you will always be a little boy, you know? Do you think I'm homeless? Like, what? I live, I live a room shit. Lail, come on now. I'm i ch- I'm almost thirty. Like, I live with roommates. You know. I know what the fuck's going on. We all live with room. We're all poor here, right? Everyone live with roommates. Everyone live with roommates. Do your roommates? Do your roommates ever do things without you? Make you feel? I'm point night. At- Don't look at him for his help, dude. Don't. This is a question. I'm not gonna berate you. Like. Singular wireless back there, okay? Do your roommates? (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking comedy, bro. You know what I mean? Obscure references. Sometimes they land, sometimes they don't. Never fucking judge me about it, okay? You want me to fucking say sprint? Any fucking hack up here could say sprint. Any fucking hack up here would say sprint. Only fucking true comp going to say singular fucking wire wire, sing. I think this is going to be my last set ever, dude. Like I might just get off stage and fucking die. Every fuck singular. God, what a fuck? And it didn't get a laugh, (laughs) which I didn't look like it pissed me off. But immediately in my head, I was like, yo, fuck everybody, because that was I reached so deep for that, dude. I reach so deep. <laughs> What's up, bro? Your roommates ever do things without you make you feel bad about yourself? Really? I mean they brought all oh, your roommates brought you here. <laughs> Ain't that some shit, dude? Really cool. That's cool. You're a cool guy, I guess. I want to be mean to you, but <laughs> I feel like. Don't fucking, don't fucking, let me, I'll fucking, I'll, you know what, dude, I'm giving it to you now, buddy. Oh, you want the fucking wrath, dude? You want the angsty Mark Smalls wrath, dude? Do you know? Do you know, did you not hear the beating? The pretty funny for like a minute beating? And I kinda got old, and I kinda brought it back, beating that I gave? How about this one? That was cool. Remember the second time I did the thing? (laughs) Remember singular wireless, bro? (laughs) I'm not going to unplug anything. (laughs) Seats taken. Uh... (laughs) Don't, do you want the fucking wrath, Alyssa? Do you want the angsty marks? Uh, I, I, I'm i sorry, it's going downhill. We're bringing it up though, don't lose me. Don't lose me here. Uh, my roommates, I live with roommates. My roommates do things without me. This is where I transition into material. It's so awkward right now, dude. I already feel my, my voice getting all weird. Yo, fuck that, dude. Who's got New Year's resolutions, huh? <laughs> Come on in, bud. Thanks, dude. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, My roommates do things without me, and it makes me feel bad a lot. Like, listen, dude, I'm a cool guy. I think I should be involved in things. You know what I mean? I don't have a cool guy hat, cool guy sweater, not going to kill a pig and gut it on some creepy shit. Like, what? (laughs) who do you do you roast the pig or? Okay, depending on, what is it? Depending on like the color of the pig is like what you do. <laughs> like what? Martin Luther King right there, guys. My roommates do things without me, makes me feel so bad all the time. Dude, I woke up today, I woke up today, there was a fucking puzzle. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was home all last night, dude. I'm a cool guy. There's a puzzle right there? Why wouldn't my roommates involve me in doing cocaine? You know what I mean? Because, because, how do I know that they were doing cocaine and puzzles? Maybe because a puzzle was finished, motherfucker. Dude, it was a thousand pieces, guys. It was a puzzle of the sky, all right? a Miami sky, all right? Not a fucking cloud. in. you how many shades of blue? That's fucking cocaine. A thousand pieces, that's cocaine. 150 pieces, that's not cocaine. That's like you come home when your roommates is doing homework. That's cool. But a thousand pieces finished, that's like you come home, all six of your roommates are doing homework. You're like, yo, where the fuck's the Adderall? You know what I mean? Jeff, you don't even go to school anymore, so... That was good. I didn't want that one to get a laugh either, so. You guys ever try to shit your pants and then accidentally sneeze? Or pandering to the four non-comics here, okay? I gotta fucking dip into it, dude. Let me do it, bro. Can I kick it? Tim, can I kick it? Yeah. No, thank <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking did, dude. You missed it, you've been missing it for thirty-five years apparently. (laughs) Can I kick it? Yeah, no, fuck off. I was doing him, (laughs) yeah. Can I yeah he's like he's like starts to wave and shit like, I don't know. Whoa (laughs) Tim Pizza, can I kick it? Oh okay. Apparently I can't. Oh, my God. That sounds cooler. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. Tim Pizza. (laughs) Can. Let let him figure this out. All right. Can I kick it? Yes, Yes, I can. Tim Pizza, can I kick it? Tim Pizza, can I kick it? 10 pizza, can I kick it? Yo, just moved out of my mom's house What? Just got in on my dad I feel like I can't do stand-up without doing that joke It's like this weird aviator thing going on I'm just like, just tell it, just do it, just do it Just fuck it, they want to hear it, dude What's your life about? You ever try to shit your pants And then, no, I do I don't know Got the white shoes on trying to break my streak and bombing in white shoes <laughs> Peace to you too. Oh, that's the light. Okay. That was I was like, yo, like, okay, thank you. Thank you. I fucking did it. Dude, we did it, dude. i rounding home. Don't lose me now, folks. All right. Please stick around for the next minute and a half. Um It's a weird thing. 2016. I'm excited. I'm excited to be doing this. I don't have a job anymore. Um, My CEO closed the restaurant down that I work at. He flew in the other day. He's a real nice guy. He did a speech. He said, I'm sorry. I didn't want to close the restaurant. We tried everything we did. My yacht really needed a new Porsche engine. I was like, yeah, for sure, dude. I think all yachts need a new Porsche engine, right? (laughs) Tim Pizza, can I kick it? Yes, you can. All right, there we go. Anyone dating here? (laughs) Yeah, that was a sad, that was a sad. You have to be dating. Are you dating, dude? <laughs> Yo, start a fucking podcast, dude. It's, yes. Oh, my God, dude. You're fucked. You're going to quit comedy. It's over, dude. You're going to fucking... You're going to be the most successful person. I'm not. I'm dating. I, I'm not on... I'm dating. I'm not on Tinder, though. Anyone on Tinder here? Fuck that. No. Fuck Tinder. I'm not on that. I'm on Bumble, so... And Bumble's cool, because Bumble is exactly like Tinder, but the girls have to message you first. (laughs) Straight white males, man. You know what I mean? Part of the fucking, it is sex. You know what I mean? I'm the guy. I should fucking, dude, girls just don't have a lot of, every, every girl, every message that I got from a girl was the same. Happy Wednesday! How's your Wednesday going? It's like send me a picture of your dick, girl. Let's uh that didn't. Never mind. You know what I mean? Well, we started out strong. We ended kind of weak, but you know what? Thank you very much for sticking around guys. Thank you very much. I'm Mark Smalls. (laughs)
5: Taking uh, pictures of people's metaphorical dicks one at a time on Bumble. How very nice. Uh, I like to pretend that I... I, 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 I have a dick. Uh, no. Uh, what, it, I'd like to believe that I... I by the very first dream I ever had, the very first sexual dream as a child, when I was 10, I had a wet dream. Except that I remember in the dream that I was fucking myself. I had a dick and I was on top. And I was fucking myself. It was meta as fuck, you guys. I've been smart for a long time. I mean, I was a really self-actualized 10-year-old. I already knew that the patriarchy was trying to keep me down and that I was a part of it. You know, I understood. Uh, Your next comedian, he's like, part of the patriarchy because he has kids, but I wouldn't call him part of the patriarchy. I mean, but he's a really funny guy. You guys should see his show every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Shelton Theater. It's called Cheaper Than Therapy. Put your hands together right now. It's Scott Simpson.
2: Thank you, Pammy. How are you guys? You guys doing all right? Good. Okay. Sure. Fine. Uh, the whole time Mark was up here, I was, like, I was just looking at him thinking, you look like a CB radio that has come to life. Like, like, a, like a gay trucker wished and wished and wished that the thing he loved most would turn into a boy. And that's Mark Smalls. I wish he were here to, to hear that. I'm going to go outside and tell him that. Mark? Mark? I just said you look like if a like if a CB radio came to life and nobody laughed.
1: <laughs> yo, yeah,
2: yeah, O for 2 on that one. Too. O for 2. O for 2. O for 3 now. O for 3. Still <laughs> going to go with it. Going to make it part of my act. Going to make sure that Mark goes up before me every time and that uh, I do that. Hey, nice to see you. I found my new favorite restaurant. I uh, haven't eaten there yet. Doesn't matter. I walked past it. It was love at first sight. Uh, it's a taco place. It's in San Mateo. You can go. It's not far from here. Uh, um, I was walking past. It's a, it's a Mexican place, regular, whatever. The sign on the outside, it's called uh, Taqueria Dos Amigos. But below that, there's another sign in the window that says, Formerly, Trace amigos. <laughs> <laughs> ¿Dónde está <el> otro amigo? ¿No <laughs> sé? <laughs> I was like, who, who is that sign for? Like, what is, that, what is that? Like, who cares? That sign's for one person. The ex amigo. <laughs> just to walk past every day and be like, fuck. I'm worried I'm going to go there next week and it's just going to be solamente Ernesto. <laughs> <laughs> Going to lose friends. Oh, man. I lived uh, around here for about seven months uh, when I was having problems with my marriage. Still having problems with my marriage. Uh, That didn't change, but I did move away. Uh, And I kind of fell out of love with the mission while I lived here. Before, it was the site of my favorite bar. Uh, Cool place, good tacos, all that stuff. Uh, But after, I don't know, like halfway in, uh, I was armed robberied. Anybody ever been held up at gunpoint before? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> it's <laughs> <That's> a good <laughs> knife. Still scary. Right. Scary. Right. Like terrifying, like horrible. I was walking home like three in the morning from from uh, my bar. And uh, two guys came up to me, and I was so unprepared that even when they were like, hey, give us your fucking money, I was like, do you need a cigarette, what's up? Like I didn't know what was happening for like 10 seconds. And then they finally were like, no, money, now. And once I realized what they wanted, uh, I made this sound. "Ah!" (laughs) You don't know what your crisis noise is until you're in a crisis. You don't know. I thought my crisis noise was going to be like, now, wait a second. Or like, or like anything. But it was, Ah I have a friend who once drunkenly slow motion fell down the stairs. And as he started to fall down the stairs, he went, Jiminy! <laughs> That's his crisis noise. You don't know. It, just, it comes from a place in your brain that you can't access until you are fucking freaked out. So I made that noise, and I ran into the street. Uh, because I'm stupid. I'm stupid when I'm scared. Obviously, I ran into the street. Uh, they uh, proved that they were faster than me by catching me. They pushed me down, brought me back onto the sidewalk, and I was like, "Okay, I get it." I gave them my wallet, my watch. Uh, my phone. Gave him everything. And I don't know why at this point, the guy decided to show me his gun, but that's what he did. I had given them everything already, but the guy was like, hurry the fuck up, and then show me his gun, which was not a regular gun. It was an Uzi. It was a semi-automatic, like, or an automatic, like, you know, fucking scary submachine gun. I, also, I realized at that moment, uh, that's way more gun than you need to rob me. <laughs> like... Do you know what I mean? Like you could rob, you could rob me with one of those tiny pistols that a whore in the old west would pull out of her boot. <laughs> you could hold a fortune cookie like a gun, and I'd be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> "I'd make a sound like a four-year-old girl who's seen a possum for the first time, and give you all my shit." He's like that guy, like the guy brought like a submachine gun. To a fortune cookie fight, like I feel like he's definitely the kind of guy who brings like way too much potato salad to the potluck. <laughs> like just. So they showed me. They showed me his gun, and uh, at that point, he did something that I didn't expect, and I think he didn't expect either. He fired a warning shot into the ground, and then they both ran away. Now I've I've never been held up at gunpoint before, so I was just like, "Can I can I go?" Like I was. Just, <laughs> By myself on Valencia Street at 3.30 in the morning with nothing. Uh, And so I left. I went home. Uh, I called 911. The cops showed up in about two minutes because they heard the entitlement in my voice. (laughs) They They heard the ability to write a strongly worded letter in my voice. And they knew that they should hurry. So they came over, showed up in two minutes, caught the guys in three minutes because they followed the trail of blood to them. He had shot himself in the leg. <laughs> bad, just bad. I felt, I felt bad from like afterwards, I had these fantasies of like going to jail and like becoming his best friend. And then I saw him in court, I was like, nah, we're not gonna be friends. Uh, but it was so weird, like I got all my stuff back the next day, it was crazy. Thank you, thank you. It was like I had paid $100 for some sort of weird Mission District thrill ride. <laughs> Got everything back. It was fun. But I uh, fell a little bit out of love with the neighborhood. I still come back here to drink, though. Uh, where are my drinkers at? Drinkers? <laughs> drinkers? <laughs> woo woo Definitely the official sound of having had one drink. woo New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, I asked that question to people, and they were like, bah! like yeah, you're five in. You're five in. I like to drink. Um, I don't drink as much as I used to. I used to drink a lot. My friends started to subtly hint that I drink too much. They said stuff like, you drink too much. And they were right, I drank a lot. You know how some people are like, whiskey makes me angry, beer makes me sleepy, tequila makes me pregnant. (laughs) Those people? (laughs) Not me, I drink enough of any of them and I just turn into Fun Scott. (laughs) A lot of you in this room, actually not a lot of you, three of you in this room have definitely met Fun Scott before. (laughs) You took a video of Fun Scott the other day. Thanks for erasing that and not putting that on the internet. Fun Scott, Fun Scott man. That night, uh, so Fun Scott's great. I mean, the problem is, I've never gotten to meet Fun Scott because by the time Fun Scott shows up, I am long gone. <laughs> I just have to hear from people or watch the video of me the next day. People be like, "Dude, you ate a cigarette last night." <laughs> Yeah, fun, Scott. That night, uh, some people ran into the bar where we were drinking and said, there's a guy on the sidewalk trying to take a shit. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was told to me. I, it wasn't me. It was fun, Scott. <laughs> you got some fun video. Fuck you. Yeah, that was I, I, You know what? I tried, I tried to poop. And then I sneezed. Yeah. I don't get that. Um, I don't drink as much as I used to. I still like to drink. I like to drink in a weird uh, place in the Mission with you guys. Uh, I like a dive bar. I like a regular bar. The one kind of place that I fucking hate is becoming more and more popular in San Francisco and in cities all around the country. The speakeasy style fancy bar the fancy, fuck fancy bars. Drinks are like $19. They're never called anything regular like Joe's or any Irish name. They're always called like Salt or Andrew. (laughs) Your friends friends are like, let's go to Andrew. They make a drink so good it's invisible. You're like, okay, uh, where is it? Oh, it's a pop-up. It's in a different place every night. Last night it was in the back of a Burger King. Tonight it's in the middle of an intersection. Okay, can I walk in? No. You have to climb into a fake dumpster, shit the password, and then hope they let you in. Oh, you get inside. Bartender's staying there, suspenders. Curly mustache, tiny xylophone. For some reason, <laughs> welcome to Andrew. Could I get a Could I get a gin and tonic? No, you give me a color and a childhood emotion, and I'll mix something up for you. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> Fucking ca- ca- what are they called? Ca- ca- mixologists. Mixologists. <laughs> you know Tyler like shares a room with like six people. But, like, gets mad if you mess up his mixology degree that's on his wall. Like, fuck that guy. Uh, I wasn't always uh, as good a drinker as I am now. Pam, you're a good drinker, too. Yeah. We should have a drink off sometime. No, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. No, one of us will end up mayor, and one of us will end up dead. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Do you want to? All right, let's have a drink off. All right. Uh, I can't have a weed off. I can't, I don't smoke weed. Uh, so that's, it's, I don't need to make the rules now. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, a drink. Uh, my original, like the first time, do you remember the first time you got drunk? First time, first time, was it good? What would you say, just by a round of applause, uh, first time you got drunk, uh, was it good? Okay. Uh, how about first time you got drunk, it was bad. Okay, so <laughs> you clap for both? <laughs> it was good and bad <laughs> Oh, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, it was it was this. it was oh, it was bad ba- <laughs> did you kill somebody? did you were you a, are you a murderer? Okay, gotcha,, well, we don't need to go there. uh I first time I got drunk, uh, was in Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, anybody know Ocean City, Maryland? Uh, if you don't know Ocean City, Maryland, it's where garbage people go to compare the spelling mistakes on their tattoos. It's a gross place. It's a gross place. Uh, I was 16 and I I had had um, whatever I could get from my mom's liquor cabinet, which was a bottle of schnapps. So I had a, like a lot of schnapps. Like what's the word for a lot of schnapps? Like I had had like a chlamydia of schnapps. And then, into that like boiling mix of horrible sweet drink. I put an onion loaf, which is the local delicacy of Ocean City, Maryland. An onion loaf is when you take a bunch of onion rings, press it into the shape of a bread loaf, and then slice and eat it like bread with like butter and jam like you're not going to hell. Like I had had a whole onion loaf. A lot of schnobs and I was walking down the boardwalk, and I realized I was going to throw up. And I knew at the time, like, okay, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to move to the side of the boardwalk, throw up over the side, was there, did it, threw up into the night sky, swear to God this happened. My vomit froze in midair. <laughs> Started to kind of glisten in the night. <laughs> And if this were a Hollywood movie, like time would have stopped. with My vomit there. Morgan Freeman would have walked out wearing a fedora, indicating that he's a cool jazz angel. And he would have been like, listen, Scott, you can make a choice. You can continue down this path. You can be unhealthy. You can live an unhealthy life. Or you can be better. Which is it? I didn't get to answer that question because that's not what happened. What happened was I had thrown up onto the ass of a policeman's horse... <laughs> The night was black, the ass was black, I didn't see the difference. (laughs) Not the last time I threw up on a black ass. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) Gross and true. Um, But it was sitting there and like, listen, like, uh, the cop was looking the other way and horses can't talk, so they didn't know what had happened. Uh So I just made like a concerned (laughs) citizen face and walked away. (laughs) and I've been an alcoholic ever since. Woo, alcohol. All right. Oh man, I like to drink. All right. Never know how many buttons to go down on a button down shirt. I feel like this is too much chest hair. This is a lot of chest hair to be showing to you you're like nine layers away from showing me your chest hair (laughs) you've got a scarf and four sweaters on i'm just right here showing it i'm just like you can see and i feel like it's too much i don't know what to do though i can't go one button down i feel like if i go one button down it's like algebra lunch money (laughs) can't go zero who goes zero? (laughs) you go zero down you're like i start fires But then two buttons down is like, I have pool and large dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's two, two different people. This guy's like, Ng-. this guy's like, Bleh- <laughs> Bleh- <laughs> <"Ng-."> <laughs> and then there's me somewhere in the middle. I feel like a one and a half button guy in a world that doesn't accept me. This guy's like, when we have sex, I always put finger in your butt. This guy's like, I never put a finger in your butt. (laughs) And then there's me somewhere in the middle. (laughs) Once in a while. (laughs) Special occasions. Birthdays. Disneyland. Can't make eye contact with any of you right now. (laughs) Talking about how often I put a finger in a butt. (laughs) It's just a sea of disinterested men. (laughs) Sometimes there's a woo. Not tonight. No woo tonight for fingers and butts. Joey, how often do you put a finger in a butt? Give or receive. <laughs> well, we've just turned this into an hour-long set. Uh, I, I, let's just, let's stick with give. Let's stick with give. give you, uh, 15 to 25, percent. yeah, 15 right. That seems like a great percent. That seems like a good ratio. Cool. It's enough to, it's like a, it's like a roll of dice, right? That's like, if you roll a six, you should just roll a di- roll the dice before you have sex. <laughs> just like stare at her while you're while you roll it. <laughs> the 6 comes up and you <laughs> <laughs> slowly prepare your finger. Oh, that's sexy. That's sexy. It's like Dungeons and Dragons meets fucking. I like it. Fucking and Dragons. Can we make that? We should make that. You call your finger the dragon. <laughs> Time to meet the dragon. (laughs) The butt's definitely the dungeon of the body, so that makes sense, right? Dragon in the dungeon. (laughs) I don't know who the princess is, is that just the girl? Okay, cool, cool, nice, nice. Ooh, I like this. Oh man. cool. I have kids. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, they're fine. They're cool. I've been married for 16 years. Uh, thank you. No, San Francisco audiences are the best. You say that anywhere else in the country and people are like, yeah, we made the same mistake. San Francisco people are like, what? That's what? Uh, and that's fine. Uh, I get it. Uh, I've been divorced for seven months. Thank that I would appreciate a applause for that. That that's nicer. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, being divorced is weird uh, in 2016 uh, because we don't live together anymore, but all of our accounts are still shared. Like I can go onto Amazon and see that she's recently bought a whole bunch of like how Stella got her groove back type books and then she can go on to Netflix and see that I've been watching the same four sports movies that allow me to cry over and over again. Uh, and, I, and, and I mentioned this, um, I was taking pictures of my dick. Um, a lot of pictures of my dick uh, because I haven't, I'm clueless about dating. Like I have no idea how, to, the last date I went on, this is true, the last date I went on was 1996. Some of you were in elementary school in 1996. I was, not even? You were like. Oh, wait, that was kindergarten. kindergarten? Nice. When you were in kindergarten, I was fucking a lady. <laughs> I was rollerblading with a lady, then she puked up Zima, and then we had sex. That was the last date I went on. That was the last. You don't even know what Zima is. I have to change the reference. People don't know what Zima is anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work as a fun 90s reference anymore. Yeah, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I haven't been on a date, but I feel like now if I, if I go on, like maybe a dick pic will be required. I don't know why I'd be required. Why? Like if I'm applying for a job or something and then they're like one last thing, Mr. Simpson, we will need to see your dick. Uh, I feel like I need to be able to take a decent picture of my penis and my penis is not that great like it's not a great dick like if you have a big dick and you take a dick pic you can have like an on fire american flag in the background and people would be like cool dick not me not me i feel like i should i need to spruce it up take a good one. So I was taking pictures of my penis, just trying to figure out what would work well. Uh, I was like, what would work behind it? Like a, like a background, like a tartan or a plaid, like inside, outside. Should I put something next to it for size reference, like one of those tiny hotel Tabasco bottles? <laughs> Should I stand next to a friend with a smaller dick? Would that send a weird message? I don't know. My point is this. I took about a hundred pictures of my dick, uh, forgetting that each of them was instantly uploaded to our jointly shared iCloud photo account. <laughs> have, you, have you ever woken up to a hundred unwanted dick pics of my dick? My, my wife has. Thank you guys, Evan been Scott. See you around.
5: Scott Simpson, keep it going for him, he's hilarious, yay! Huzzah! Yeah, so uh, remember, be careful with the crazy juice up front. It has tons and tons of THC in it. Yes, just be careful. I don't want anyone to have some nightmare juice, freak out, it's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff. Thank you again, Scott Simpson. He knows how to drink, but he isn't going to take all the THC. Careful. But everyone should definitely take it. Just if you're hallucinating later, it's, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Uh, your next comedian... She is hysterical. I love this woman so much. I love her jokes. We got to be on uh, a festival together last year, the Hilarious Comedy Festival in Seattle, uh, and I enjoy her so much. You guys can see her all around town. Are you on Sketchfest this year? What's your show? Yes, I did it already. Oh, you did it already. Well, I'm sure it was amazing. Yes. And right now, you guys are gonna love her up so much. Clap wildly like you've never clapped before for Lauren Kraut.
7: Thank you, thank you, nice to be here. This is what it looks like when your self-esteem hangs by a thread. Even so, I have what it takes to get up in front of a bunch of strangers and talk about my wretched life. I don't see you fuckers up here. It takes guts to do this, backbone, pluck, not to mention a crappy childhood, followed by years of expensive therapy and this is key. And overwhelming need to be laughed at. Thank you. That's why I became a teacher. Yeah, I thought I could change my life. Instead of one dead end job after another, I'd get a career. Everyone said, you could be a teacher, Lauren. You should be a teacher. So I got my teaching credential. Yeah. But no, you botched that, didn't you? You let a bunch of middle school misfits run your self-worth into the ground. You had a meltdown in front of the principal. You tried to poison your seventh grade class. <laughs> Not that they didn't deserve it. <laughs> but Ms. Kraut, yesterday you said the numerator was on the bottom, which is it? Ms. Kraut? Ms. Kraut, you don't really know, do you? I still don't know. But like I said, I don't see you fuckers up here sharing. BTW, that last one was a fraction joke for all you English majors. Okay, it's going well. A Couple years back I had a wake up call that only breast cancer can give you. Ring, ring, this is the phone. It's a couple years back, so it's an old phone. Hello, hello. Wake up, Lauren, it's time to change bra size. Click, that really happened. Okay, awkward now, right? Who talks about cancer in a comedy show? Well, you're staring at a small but adorable breast right now, and you're just dying to ask, but you won't, because this is polite society, that's what this is, and we don't go around asking women, which breast has the inferiority complex, did she say? No, so you just have to wonder. Of course, you can talk about it on your way home tonight. I can't stop you there. And you have 50-50 chance of getting it right. <laughs> so there's that if you want some fun later. The thing about cancer is it makes you take stock of your life. First thing I realized, I didn't want to teach anymore. Hated it. Remember joke number one? If I had to punch another kid in the face, so what do I do instead? Stand up, where it takes twice as long as teaching to become good at it. The only difference is that now I can say fuck. Yay, Yay. thank that, Steinbeck Middle School, San Jose, California. So I decided to prioritize. Clutter, not important. Family and friends, important. Clean clothes, eh, not so important. Ice cream, important. <laughs> Sex with random strangers, well, that's still important. Who am I kidding? <laughs> so now I'm a slob and slut with hognas in the freezer. But over time you forget that wake up call. It's human nature to slip back into our old ways of being. You are gonna eat right, quit smoking, be a better person, and the next day you're right outside that elementary in an unmarked van. Yes, people, cancer survivor to pedophile in one two-minute joke, because I can. (laughs) Don't try this at home. One of the hardest things to write and write well is a good suicide note. (laughs) It's true. After you made the initial gut-wrenching decision of whether to use wide or college-ruled paper, You're then faced with the difficult choice of pencil or pen. If you have OCD like I do, you'll understand the challenges at this juncture. (laughs) Then who do you address it to? Do you name everyone by name or use some generic, hi, everybody? That's just cold. I always date mine. Should I survive, it's good for future reference. And it's okay to laugh, I'm still here. I decided to do it the slow and painful way by taking up comedy. <laughs> then there's the question of whether or not to rhyme. I cannot say it's all been hell. I cannot say sometimes weren't swell. But this I know and know full well my shares in Facebook, you should sell. <laughs> now make sure your handwriting is legible. Imagine the hurt feelings that could result on a of your lousy penmanship. However, do not type your note. This is tacky and usually leads to an unnecessary murder investigation. (laughs) Thank you. If you've seen Law & Order, you know this is true. (laughs) I love that joke. Hello, how you doing? When some women find out that I'm gay, they get all weird on me. One woman said, oh, you're a lesbian? Oh, did I tell you my boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. My boyfriend is a penis. My boyfriend this, my boyfriend that. My boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Do I look like a sexual predator? (laughs) Just because one is a lesbian does not mean one wants to have sex with every woman one meets. That would make me a straight man, (laughs) which I am not. Thank you. Okay, I may dress like one, but in some circles, that's a prerequisite to being a lesbian. I don't make the rules. Did you just snort? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I want to try some of that t- THC. Yeah. Just, just like a, a little. I've never had it before. It is it? Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
2: yeah. It's uh with uh great, great
7: yeah. Oh yeah, it does fruit. taste like weed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm showing it to the the radio audience. What? If anything happens, we the counteractive thing. If you get too high, which off that you but if you did, we have a counteractive thing. You have a counteractive? Oh okay. An antidote? <laughs> All right. I'm game. I'm going to look at my list. Okay, where are my pot smokers at? Woo! Woo! Don't you love how comedians say that? You never hear us asking, where are my deadbeat dads? Where are my pedophiles at? Who's going to vote for Ted Cruz? So, yeah, I smoked some weed in my 20s. I didn't do a lot of drugs, but I did coke. I did a lot of coke. I did pot. I did, what was it? Oh yeah, crack. (laughs) I only did it once, don't judge. But I don't smoke pot so much anymore until I went to Seattle last month and my roommate had some. (laughs) This was good weed. This was like crack. Where you inhale and you're high on the exhale? That's right, I'm not just some old lady, I'm an old lady with poor judgment. (laughs) So she gave me some to take home. I went out and bought a pipe, those little mesh screens you put in the pipe, and a lighter. The sales lady asked if I was buying the pipe for medical or recreational use. I was too embarrassed to say, lady, I get high because it makes me forget I'm bad at math, have trouble making correct change, and I work as a cashier. (laughs) Oh, it's medicinal. I tell you, there's nothing worse than a 60 year old hippie getting reacquainting with pot. I get high after breakfast. I get high three, four, nine times a day. I told my therapist about it because I was worried I was becoming addicted. She didn't think it was cause for concern. You're not hurting anyone. I wouldn't worry. Is it impeding your comedy? No. Is it interfering with work? No. You're not high now, are you? Oh, uh, would that be your problem? <laughs> I have an addictive personality. I'm OCD, it says that in the name. This person is obsessive, watch out. I should come with a warning label. Full disclosure, I wrote this joke stoned. I edited it stoned, and I'm stoned right now. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's cause for concern. Sound the alarm that old hippie dyke is out buying up all the good weed. (laughs) Somebody stop her before she hijacks a cable car and eats up Daly City. Hello, I'm fine, how are you? He's happy? Is that what you oh yeah. Yeah. Paper products are good. Okay, let's talk about psych wards. A major misconception people have is that you have to be crazy to be in one. While that helps, some folks are there walking that fine line between, should I have chicken again for lunch or shoot myself? But even more important than that, people don't know what to say when you're released from a psych ward. You can't depend on Hallmark for this occasion. Miss Manners has yet to publish proper etiquette for greeting suicidal patients. So tonight, I'd like to share what I learned during a four-year undercover study. They weren't four consecutive years. You'll want to ease the transition from loony bin to outside world. Therefore, laughter should wait until the third day after discharge, and then only at knock-knock speed. You might start with um, knock, knock. Who's there? Doris. Doris who? The door is locked. That's why I'm knocking. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) And they'll relate to it because there are plenty of locked doors where they just came from. (laughs) Hey, man, you look like shit is not the best opener. (laughs) Nor is this the time to play the Jewish mother. So tell me, did you meet anyone nice? And above all, don't say, your cat's a psycho loser, too. Should have been in there with you. <laughs> one good icebreaker is to ask about roommates. Were they like George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life? Or Norman Bates in Psycho? Come on, people. These are classic cinematic references. One suicide and one homicide. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you Google George Bailey and Norman Bates on your way home tonight and see if you're not texting me later. Ha, you're so funny. <laughs> Personally, I don't get much sleep when my roommate's plotting to kill me. I'll take the angst written jumper any day. I want some more tea as soon as I- <laughs> what? no Anthony Perkins, no. We in time. We go. have oh good. Okay. So I'm white. <laughs> I thought about being a different color. The options were endless. But somebody had to grow up in a white dysfunctional home. Picture it. Small town New Jersey, middle class white, young neurotic couple about to have their second child. Names are already picked out. Lauren if it's a girl, if it's a boy, Lauren. Nearby, a bunch of baby boomer souls hanging out, waiting to be born. This time I want more money. This time I want more sex. And not one of those fuckers have the courage to choose my parents and become white, Jewish, anorexic, OCD with suicidal tendencies, lesbian, allergic to cilantro. Yeah, I can kiss Mexican food, adios. And a comedian. I did this for you people. Where's my parade? Where is my parade? Yeah. I can't eat it. <laughs> I can kiss Mexican food, audios. I'm trying to decide if I wanna do this next joke. Should I do it? Yeah? yeah? Oh yeah. I'll do it. Okay. Um, the first rule about jury duty is don't talk about jury duty. Not until the trial is over and verdict is in. Imagine being on the jury of a murder trial for two and a half months and you can't talk about it with anyone. Oh sure, it looks easy on law and order, but you try it. Every day the judge ordered us not to discuss the case. We couldn't email, Facebook, tweet, or text about it. And all these questions kept piling up, but we had to wait for deliberation. So we discussed other important issues of the day. Did you see the district attorney is missing a button on her shirt? Who wears a blue bra with a white blouse? I'm voting not guilty. Thank you. The unusual thing about this trial was that there were two defendants. Neither guy took the stand to testify. Can you say something to hide? And they both had their own attorney. And because it was one crime, all four people were crowded together at the same defense table, on the other table, the district attorney sat there by herself. The whole trial, the room was bizarrely off-balance, which wreaked havoc with my OCD. <laughs> it was a, an incredible trial. You stop right uh, yeah, I can. It's <laughs> 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 That's a good question, though we uh we voted the guy uh, guilty, both of them, yep, and they went to jail, yeah <laughs> 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 it was a murder trial, Oh, whoa. yeah, oh, it was a murder whoa. trial, yeah, whoa, whoa. whoa, yeah, I didn't finish the rest of the joke it's oh, it's fine. too long, but and th- no, that's okay, comedian on, on the murder trial, yeah. <laughs> He did it! He did it! <laughs> 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 it was wild. Okay. I'm sorry, I have to keep looking at my notes here.
5: Tell her to shut the fuck up!
7: What is she doing? My last name is Kraut. It's a horrible name. People think Nazi, or worse, Cabbage. <laughs> All my life it's been, what's your name? Lauren, Kraut, as in sour. It's a slur against Germans, and we're not even German. We're Polish and Russian, Jews, if you will. Even if you won't, we're still Jews. The thing is, nobody thought to change Kraut. No, they changed their first names, because it was a time when it wasn't okay to be Jewish. You remember then. Lawrence became, or Morris became Lawrence. Esther became Estelle. Shlomo became Beatrice. (laughs) I asked my father once, Dad, how would you feel if I changed my last name? Your mother and I, this is how we talked, your mother and I went to great lengths to find a first name that would go with Kraut. If you think you can do better with Smith or Jones, be my guest. Just don't come crying to me when nobody laughs at your jokes. So kraut, as in sour, it remains. I met another Lauren kraut one time. It was a guy. Yeah, it's, g- cause Lauren, the way I spell it is L-O-R-E-N. It's like a, a male spelling. All right. That was interesting, huh? <laughs> what? L-O-R-E-N. Same way, yeah, that's the, it's the guy spelling his L-O-R-E-N. Yeah, but that's what my father picked it out, so. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I stuck with him. I haven't always been this psychologically sound. <laughs> when I was a chef, I used to have panic attacks and faint at the sight of blood mine or anyone else's. Just before i pass out, I'd hear, we represent the lollipop guild. Uh. And then I'd keel over. You might ask, as many therapists have, if you're that afraid of blood, then why the hell did you become a chef? Well, I love the smell of charred flesh. And people think you're weird if you hang outside of burning buildings all the time. Whenever someone would slip with an oyster knife or sliver their finger on the slicing machine, I'd beeline for the walk-in and begin alphabetizing the eggs. Turns out they're all under E. (laughs) Usually the cold air helped, but all too often I'd wake up face down in a bucket of escargot, and once in some very tasty gazpacho. So one night it was just me cooking. I'm cutting a brioche, a stupid French sweet roll, and we represent the Lollipop Guild. Oof. The waiters were always very kind. Attention customers, the sous chef cut herself and has passed out on the floor again. And we have a winner, table five. You correctly guessed face up and bread knife. Congratulations, you win a free tiramisu made earlier today by the comatose chef herself. Good times, people, good times. I gotta get going. Um, before I became a comedian, like I said, for a short time I was a special education teacher. Makes you want to rethink homeschooling, doesn't it? Oh my God, you got Miss Kraut, run. But teaching was like trying to play Jenga in a hurricane next to impossible and you get all wet. I would have done much better if I talked to little fuckers how to swear. This is my blackboard. Can't really see it, but this is my blackboard. When you're really pissed off, goddamn always proceeds fuck. Example I hate you, you goddamn fuck. You can also say I hate you, you goddamn fucker. Both are acceptable. Because fuck and fucker can be other nouns as in this case, or verbs as in fuck you, asshole, or go fuck yourself. Now consider this sentence fuck and fucker, fuck off. Who remembers what an adjective does? We went over this yesterday, people. Yes. You. Oh, it uh, describes a noun. Very good. <laughs> Very good. You fuckers are smart. Describes a noun. In this sentence. Yeah. It's the juice? After the juice. After the juice. You still did. You got it. You nailed it. In this sentence, not you though, somebody new. Fucking fucker, fuck off. What is the adjective? Bucky. Yes. Very good. Gerundize. It's what? because ING Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: yes, dies. <gerundize. laughs> I don't know what that means. I and G? Oh okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You can lead us out to recess when we go later. (laughs) You know what garrondize means. (laughs) And the first person, what can you do? You can hold Miss Crow's cigarettes at lunch. (laughs) And remember the golden rule. Hell before shit, except after tit. Example, what the hell kind of shit is that? But look at her tits, that shit is hotter than hell. No child left behind. I left them all behind. Fuck. Thank you.
5: He's the substitute teacher you always wanted. Keep it going for Lauren Kraut. Yes. Something about tits. That's all I heard at the end. Hell before shit, except after tit. Love it, absolutely awesome, super stuff. Uh, he goes, your next comedian. He's super stuff. My goodness, uh, you can see him hosting uh, some Mondays at Doc's Lab, up there in North Beach. And he, are you in Sketchfest Fest this year? Yes. Where, where is your show? Is it upcoming, or have you already done it? I have one tomorrow at the Bravo Theater. He has one tomorrow at the Bravo Theater, the one on Twenty Fourth Street. That's, it's a great theater. It's really big and wonderful. And you guys are going to laugh hysterically right now. Put your hands together. It's Joey Avery. Yay!
3: Yes! Hey, give it up one more time for Lauren Kraut, everyone. Let's go! Dude, smoking crack and getting pussy. That's what it's all about. I love that. You did both of those things. I'm, like, barely proficient at one. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you're way more awesome than me. Uh, Pam, can I put this here? Of course. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. Like, this is a fucking grand piano. <laughs> Mutiny has a rosewood piano that I can't stain. Uh, no, it's good. It's good. What's up? How many of you guys are drinking the, the weed juice tonight? Give us uh Just don't fall asleep if you... Yeah, I like that. I'm not expecting a lot of attentiveness. That's okay. I'm not going to pay attention to my jokes either. I'm probably just going to talk. Don't give me those eyes, Ed. Ed, you fucking slut! How dare you? I'm gonna, s- you can slut shame guys by the way. It's fine. Ed, you little whore. You stupid bitch. <laughs> There's nothing really fun about that. I don't know. You putting your hands up? Whatever you said? Your goal was to lose weight by having sex. That's what you said. That's not an ap- That's not a good goal, dude. I mean, if you think. If you think your willpower is weak, try to get your dick to have sex enough until you fall asleep, it will give up on you, all right? It probably, I believe it will, Ed. It doesn't sound like it, it doesn't sound like it. Guys with special dicks aren't making New Year's resolutions about them, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, Everyone's dick's fine, no one's is that special. Maybe (laughs) Rick is looking at me like, you don't know me. I'm wearing a full brimmed hat. All right. I could be hiding anything under this shit. He looks like he just got done solving crimes. (laughs) dude. I love that though. That's actually a fucking dope hat. Good for you. Also a good hat. My hat's whatever. No one else is wearing a hat. Fine. It's us three. All right. Let's go camaraderie. I like this mutiny radio. Very fun. Every time I come here, I'm like, I don't need to do material. I'll just talk to the people. It's not what they want. I feel comfortable. I'll just Chappelle it. I'll just, I'll just Dave it. I'll just do like three hours. we will get hammered. It's going to be hilarious the whole time. That's, uh, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what's on the wall? I'm <laughs> um, I mean, Dude, that weed juice is legit. I had like one sip. I had like Pam's laughing from the bathroom. Of course, Pam, you guys have a way to be drinking and getting high at the same time. That's perfect. It's the whole microcosm of what we're doing here. I like that. It's nice and grunt. Dude, sick ponytail. I didn't even see that. Oh, it's got that light. <laughs> you were twirling it. Yeah. Ow. Oh, what? This Oh, what this old thing? <laughs> Just put this on for the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're trying to hide it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. You pr- ponytails are a good thing to hide, you know? The only people, <laughs> right? Because it's like, you bring it out if you need it, but otherwise it's like, we've got company. We've got company, you know? Yeah, ladies love to, I guess they like grab on it a little bit, pull on it while you're a little munching some box and you know, they just kind of grab it and like pull you around like a fucking horse. Yeah, I like that. What? What? What, well, like we don't eat pussy, all right? We're men. We will eat that pussy. There's only one woman, oh, two women and Pam. We got three. Three, okay, a little outnumbered, that's okay, but we're pro-women, like I said, we eat that pussy all right it's good for you, you got to dive in there sometimes it's good for you you get in the the essence you drink it in you know you just okay um Another good way to lose weight, Ed. Another <laughs> I'm 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 laughing now, but in two years you're gonna be the new Sean T. You know, but you're gonna be like, this is Ed's hip hop pussy munching workout. Dude. <laughs> All I did was fuck for a year. I have four kinds of HPV, but I also have three abs, so this is good. Shit's working for me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, oh my god, that reminded me This will be funny to some of you because you guys know me I So w- I, I went to school in San Diego, I was living down there I am from the Bay Area, everyone thinks I'm from SoCal Because every time I talk I use way too many vowels Because I'm just like, whoa But it's whatever, I mean it's who I am You know, I'm not going to fight it I grew up near Santa Cruz, I smoke weed, bruh, whatever Bruh, <laughs> bruh, I do, I will text bruh to my friends That's where I'm at that's just that's just how I go, bruh. You know, <laughs> hanging out with the <laughs> I love it though. I will say before I get back to to what I was gonna say about you, your new pussy eating workout tape. Um, <laughs> I I do I like I I enjoy getting to to have this like fucking whatever vibe, but but sometimes I'll be very upset because I feel like. I can't articulate things the way that I would like to, you know, like I could have an experience, especially if I'm smoking weed, right? Cause weed will make me feel things on a deeper level. Like I can have sex, I can make love and have this amazing experience where I feel like I'm communing in the, in, in love, in the eyes of God. And I'm, and everything is this, this fucking amazing experience where I connect with something different and then it's over. and I'm like, that was fucking dope. (laughs) You know? And I feel like I've invalidated the whole experience just because I can't speak about it because I'm a brat. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You know? But, you know, you just longboard out of there and life moves on. You know? There's only so much you can do the way if it's either you're going to ride it or it's going to crash on you, man. You know? (laughs) There's some wisdom in that. It doesn't overcomplicate things. Um... Fuck it. But what I was going to say, I actually, it's no joke. This is just my real life. When I was finishing up college, I actually tried out to be on this online, like, workout thing. And I went through the audition, and I was literally in training. And I ended up leaving to to take a job with my friend, like, selling t-shirts for his band or whatever. Yeah, whatever, Riggins. Your your phone's more important than this fucking piece of life wisdom. All right, bruh? Uh... (laughs) But I was I was actually, like, training to be one of those guys who's like, cut you five more out of you. All right. Like, let's move on down to Tina. She's stretching out the quads. Great thing I like about quads. it Enables mobility and shit. And, and I would have fucking made it, dude. I would have made it. This shit's not going to work. That I would have been, dude, straight to the fucking top. All right. But... Fuck it. I'll drink with you guys, all right? We'll, we'll take this goddamn ship down together, all right? We'll ride this motherfucker into the rocks. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? I would have been such a great online workout guy. <laughs> I feel like that would have changed my... Did you ever feel like... Because I know several of us in here actually do comedy. Do you ever feel like... Because everyone's like, oh, comedians are depressed or whatever. I think some of that's bullshit. I think a lot of it's true. <laughs> But I always wonder: Is it like, does it drive you to do it, or is something about the act of like really trying to think about things really, really intensely just fucking depressing? (laughs) Because you uncover some weird shit. You know, it's not a joke; it's just real life. Uh, dude, this is a good-looking fucking guy right here. Does anyone know who Joe Hill actually is? Anyone? Labor organizer? Did you read the card, or are you way more educated than all of us? I don't get out much, that's good. He's like, I'm not gonna take the compliment, but I am much smarter than all of you, that's good. I get it though, you're wearing glasses, you've got that look that's like, I've been reading, you know, and that's a good look. So it means your brain is well trained. It looks like fucking Ryan Gosling though. I just wanna know, so he lived until 1915, and somehow, Chris Riggins still got his hat. That's, that's what I wanna know, how that fucking happened. All right, I don't even know how they met, but he figured it out. <laughs> uh, that's good. I love the installments in here. It's always, very, it's always very cool. It's always got good vibes in here, Pam. You do good. You do a good job. You're welcome. Pam's like, I'm fucking high, Joey. Like, don't, you don't need to put attention on me right now. I'm just trying to fucking hang out, man. And like I said, I get it, brah. There it is. What else? What else do I want to talk about? I've been doing some. Actually, I'll ask you because you're a reader. What's your name, sir? Scott. Scott. It's a good reading name. Um, Scott. Do you do much of your reading online? Or are you a book guy? I do both. You do both. That's good. Diversify the portfolio. It's very important. Um, I, I have, I, I've been just kind of trying to evaluate my relationship with the internet because I feel like it's such a good thing, and such a bad thing at the exact same time. Like, in one day on the internet, you can go from reading an article that fundamentally changes your mind about an important issue that you knew nothing about, to watching a girl suck a horse's dick. Right? That's a lot for what both, but of course, the guy with the ponytail's like, into that. Fucking yeah, dude. All sorts of animal dick. Alright? I worked on how it happens, man. It, uh, uh, it, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he fucking did. I knew. I knew. you don't you don't just fucking lock horns with a dude with a ponytail and not think he's gonna fucking touche you. You know, you know this dude's down to sword fight. He's like, I have 15 swords. All right, although I would call three of them katanas if I were you. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust dudes that are into swords. It really is white dudes with ponytails. That's the entire sword purchasing demographic is white dudes with ponytails. That's the whole fucking group, which it's fine. I mean, you know, dude, you're into what you're into. Horse dick, whatever. Oh, he grabbed his dick, ladies and gentlemen. He grabbed his dick. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what every girl wants to hear your dick called a sword. Yeah, every girl wants to squat on something that's going to, like, paper cut the shit out of her vagina. You know what? They just want a guy who listens, all right, and cares. All right, how about that? And then fucking gets it in once in a while. It's a little of both, you know? Pull the hair, call her mom, you know? It's a little bit of both. You got to be well-rounded. Renaissance man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to think about the internet, though. It's like, it'll give me a brand new hero and then destroy that person within the next five minutes. Like, did you guys see this when, when David Bowie died? I didn't know that much about David Bowie, right? I know. Poor, poor David Bowie. He died. Yeah, it does. It does. But I was reading all this stuff. I knew nothing about David Bowie, right? And I'm like, wow, this dude was amazing. He was like king of the freaks. He made all this awesome music. Everyone loved him. It was amazing. And then in fucking 20 minutes, the internet's like, he fucked a 13 year old. I was like, Shh, did you guys know that? What? You didn't know that? Exactly. Dude, the internet told me that. And I was like, of course. Every fucking guy that pushes the boundaries, that does something genius is like, look, I defy gender, all right? I transcend race. Age is only a number, right? (laughs) And everyone's like, no! And he's like, yeah, never mind. Fucking whatever. Woody Woody Allen's like, she was a stepdaughter. It's totally... That's fucked up. That's why, like, I don't even want to make it. Like, I really don't. Like, I would love to make enough money that I don't have to do anything else aside from comedy. That's literally my dream. I don't want to make it because if I die, I want my relatives to remember me in all the positive ways. And, like, all relatives do not bring up all the shit we knew was fucked up about me, right? You know, I don't want to fucking die and have my life finished and then some Cheeto eating fucking asshole who lives in his mom's basement being like he was overrated no all right I don't fucking want that pisses me off fucking cheeto eating cunts I don't what I don't need a legacy dude I need to live all right I don't give a shit what happens I'm working on it now yeah dude fucking Mutinies. It's got some wings, man. People are listening to this. They're like, dude, Avery, Mutiny Radio, January 2016. Said that thing about white guys and swords. Brilliant. Nailed it. Told us he was almost going to be a fucking online workout guy. Really went deep. An artist, that guy. Bears all. All right? He'll fucking talk about anything, he will. (laughs) <laughs> chris has seen too much comedy to actually laugh he's like ah <laughs> what are you what do you what are you up to tonight you drinking and smoking yeah. dude fuck yeah what is that is that bullet oh you're a savage i love that dude let's go let's getting it going the alcohol does have to match that well you should have had jaeger then dude yeah what is your is that your favorite alcohol it is now, it is now? <laughs> i feel like you say that many nights <laughs> what do you want tequila is that your favorite booze now yes yeah. all right let's fucking party what yeah <laughs> what else do we have here <laughs> oh my god i i don't know if this is actually funny but it happened to me last night so it's fresh it's a good story i went to um My girlfriend bought, uh, she and I tickets to go see this this show. It was going to be a couple DJs, and then this one artist, Alex Gray, who makes these amazing paintings. We were going to go see, and we were like, oh, it's going to be cool, kind of like check out some art, low-key. We show up, and it was this straight, like, post-Burning Man rave situation, like freak party, all right? And I'm walking around like, I do not belong here, all right? It was, dude, it was wild. There were all sorts of people. There were girls with like the half-shaved head thing going on and fucking psychedelic visuals. There were even a couple black dudes there. I was blown away. I was like, this is not their scene. Anywhere that white people have dreads, black dudes are like, probably not. But there were a few of them like, fuck, let's party, all right? And they were crushing it on the dance floor, I have to say. But there was a 85-year-old man wearing a fucking jumpsuit and a tie-dye hat. And I was like, this dude is my hero, all right? Like he's here at a party that I'm uncomfortable at, okay? Like with some real like proper, not like I do drugs, but like drugs are the way people, you know what I mean? And so we've got these fucking massive speakers and fucking lights blaring in our face and DJs and everyone's going crazy and I'm watching this dude. I'm like, he's killing. And I look back and two minutes later, I look back over and he fell asleep, (laughs) (laughs) which was so amazing to me because it's like, no matter what you're doing as an old man, you're fucking going to bed. Alright, that's what you do when you get old. I thought old men just gave up on shit and had boring lives. But no, you just will sleep anywhere. Alright, and I fucking love that. I hope that I'm an old man falling asleep in the middle of orgies. Dude, not giving a fuck. Limp dick, don't care. Just ru- just sit on it for a while. Rub the thing. It's like a glorified clitoris at this point. Just fucking play with me. alright. Or, like, have a family and be fulfilled and whatever fucking the other thing is. I don't know. couple of paths. We all have a different journey. Who knows? You have no idea. We're all going down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was Ed and or God, all right? But I like that. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah, we've all got dreams, but you know what? We're not all going to get there, all right? That's the truth, so you enjoy this. We get fucked up, high as shit, at a little radio gallery in the Mission, all right? That's what it's all about. We got guys with great voices, men with great hats, and a dude who owns a bunch of swords, all right? That's fucking all we really need, all right? There's nothing else. What else is there in this life, all right, but this? This is our fucking chosen journey. Fuck yeah. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? Yes? Yes? Ponytail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That is fucking beautiful. Yes. I did not choose this haircut. It chose me. (laughs) What is one to do but live with unto his destiny? I shall knight you. Oh, man. Woo, this is fun. This is a good time. Two minutes, fuck yeah. This has been awesome. You guys have been super fun. Are we partying? At, is there anyone else after me? Yeah, Chris Riggins. Fuck yeah, Chris Riggins. Let's go. Riggins is for sure bringing that bullet on stage. I know that, dude. I know that. Riggins is taking it right now. <laughs> hey, yeah, snacks. you're going to be good. Fuck yeah, there's Snacks. <laughs> What type of snacks we got? Trisket, salami. salami, cheese. Let's fucking go. You know what? It doesn't matter, guys. I'm not gonna close on a laugh. I'm gonna close on telling you that you're the greatest. Probably everything doesn't happen for a reason, but it doesn't really fucking matter, all right? Because we're having fun and you guys are the best. Love you so much. Thank you.
5: bravo theater when he does his sketch fest show yay yay joey avery yay fuck yeah we have a special guest headliner you guys have no idea what's up for you not only does he have an amazing hat he's the fucking hilarious he's so funny you guys he opens up for dave Chappelle at are you when he's in town right now are you doing anything with him you can hang out with him you did the first two shows. He's already over Dave Chappelle. He's actually like touched Dave Chappelle, so you guys can touch him and maybe some of the Chappelliness will like rub off on you on your fingertips. You guys are gonna enjoy his set so much. Put your hands together. Everybody, it's Chris Riggins!
4: All right. Okay. All right. This is uh, this is happening. Um, I was lift driving and then I decided to come check out what you guys were doing, and I decided this is more fun than Lyft driving. Um, I've been doing Uber, too, and I, I understand why Uber drivers are trying to kill people. Um, <laughs> I do, it's just like Uber's way different. Like, people actually think you're a servant. You know, like this one chick, I picked her up at the airport, she got in the back seat and said, can you help me with my bag? And she just got in the back seat and sat the fuck down. She didn't get open the back door and say, hey, can you help me with the bag? And then help me help her with the bag. No, this bitch got in the car and sat the fuck down and I pulled off. I was like, fuck your bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) like, it's Uber drivers out here kidnapping bitches. You should be lucky I just left your fucking bag at the airport. Like, fuck you. Put you guys up to speed what I'm on. Um, I've discovered a whole new way of watching pornography on the Internet. Um if you're familiar with how it's performed on the internet for free uh it's you know you click on it it's a bunch of video screens and you pick the one you like i've just started picking randomly um and sometimes you win sometimes you lose uh but you discover things about yourself uh like i am currently into german granny porn it's fucking these old german bitches be getting it you know what i mean like and i'll admit german does not sound like the sexiest language, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it sounds kind of rapey, you know, like, <laughs> like, nice. It's, it's not fucking sexy, so you turn the volume down and you watch these old grannies get it. Cause they like, they'd be having big ass titties and ass. <laughs> they'd be shaved, you'd be like, oh, granny shaved. It'd be fucking. And then outside, we actually got to talk about midgets. Um, I think we have some midgets in the family around here. Yeah, a little couple midgets. Um, I'm going to get a midget pregnant just to see what happens, because um, I just like adventure. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm short, and I figure if I have sex with a midget and get it pregnant, it's 50-50. That this baby's going to be short. Well, it's probably positive that this kid's going to be a fucking short motherfucker. Hopefully it's a girl. Because they have things like short girl appreciation day. Have you heard of this shit? Short girl appreciation day. Fuck these bitches. Um, here's the thing. I'm a short dude. I got the same problems as these short bitches. But they get the attention. They get the glory. They get the help is what I'm saying. Like you know how embarrassing it is to be in a supermarket with your kids. And can't nobody have Fruit Loops because they're on the top shelf. Ain't no, y'all don't want these fruity O's. I mean, they right here in this bag right here on this second shelf where Dad can reach clearly. No, you want me to get these Fruit Loops on this shelf that I gotta extend and show my belly (laughs) because I gotta do this to get. And then nobody helps you. But you know, a short girl, she's in there doing that shit. Somebody, hey, let me help you out, little short mama. Here you go, the Fruit Loop. You know what I mean? Fuck this shit. I'm tired of shit. All right, guess that's not working. Um, I'm moving to L.A., guys. yeah, boo, exactly. Um, I'm going to miss it. I miss, I'm going to miss Oakland, mostly. Um, I kind of miss old Oakland already. Like, you haven't lived in Oakland long enough if you haven't been robbed by somebody you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens, you know what I'm saying? It happens two ways when you get robbed by somebody you know. Either they recognize you or you recognize them. You know what I mean? And it's like, like I got robbed. It was like four dudes jumped to me. Yeah, give me your shoo do doo And then right at the last second, dude was like, Chris? I was like, Darnell, what's up, man? He was like, oh, shit, nigga. Oh, we know that was you. We we ran up on you, man. I was like, cool, cool. Can I get my shit back? Nah, you know, we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was funny. And then the other one is the worst one, when you recognize them. You know what I'm saying? I got robbed, and it was my cousin. And you know I knew It was my cousin, because he was wearing clothes I had bought him for Christmas. I was like, hey, blood, it's me. I don't know you talk. Hey, nigga, I know it's you. You got that coat that I bought you for Christmas. That motherfucking parka that I got from Sears for thirty nine ninety nine. Motherfucker, I know. Check the pocket. I bet you that card I gave you was in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, just getting, I'm gonna miss that. I'm going to miss that part of Oakland. I miss Oakland already because it's, it's different. You know what I mean? It's not like I, I was on the internet and I saw this post on Facebook about this lady in Oakland. Where she wrote a letter to all her neighbors about friendly black men, uh, in her neighborhood. Like there was black men walking around. Like she basically her story was this black dude was outside when she came out for work and he said hello and he started talking to her and then he asked her for her phone number and she said probably to steal my phone, um, and all this other shit and all these white people were like, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. These niggas are getting friendly. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't understand how friendly niggas is scary now, you know what I'm saying, but I have a solution. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to that street with about 50 black dudes, and we just gonna say what's up to everybody as they come out their house. Like, what's up, man? Ah, see you got them new chicks, ah, you know, like, I just feel, (laughs) that's why I'm wearing this hat. So I stand out. I like this hat, though, because I feel like I'm like a hookup dude, like I got suits for sale in my car, like, hey. Let me holler at you, what size you need. You know what I'm saying? I got some three-piece, I got some two-piece and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got some Jordans, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, oh, just holla, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like the hollow man, ah, oh, y'all, you know what I'm saying? You can do this shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Police ain't gonna pull a nigga in a hat like this over. They think I'm working. Especially since I drive for Lyft, I be having white people in the back of my car. They always they they be like, "Oh, he's just driving some white folks," you know. It's like a like a good nigga do. All right, all right. I got some jokes that I wrote. I didn't expect to do any comedy tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You have to understand that. Um, this is how this happens. I don't ever get to do these jokes, so I I, I think I'm gonna do them now. Is that all right? Yay! All right. Um. I know you guys notice I'm wearing sweatpants. Um, and I notice I wear sweatpants a lot more now. But I'm at that age where I don't wear sweatpants to, you know, show off my athletic ability. I wear sweatpants to show off my athletic inability. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't doing shit but sitting around and jerking off in these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> inside of these sweatpants is full of cum and sweat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even wear drawers half the time. I got these sweat like. Like you don't understand, like, when you wearing jeans, like, I'm telling you, you're gonna get to an age where sweatpants is the most comfortable shit on earth. It's like, it's like heaven, you know what I mean? It's like walking around in clouds and shit, you know what I mean? My, my dick swings freely, you know what I'm saying, it's to the left, to the right, sometimes dead center, you know, the only problem about sweatpants is like, you can't control when you go, when you get hard, like, like, it is not like, all right, cause I was in the elevator the other day in my sweatpants and it got kind of crowded. it was this big fat dude and he was kind of you know he was plump and like he backed in and so i I was sitting there in my sweatpants and like all right look he was soft as fuck and you know how it is fellas when you just rub against some soft thickness you just man i i got (laughs) my dick kind of got hard right (laughs) but i couldn't stop it because it was like ah this these damn sweatpants are so sensitive my shit is just, and I know he felt that shit. I didn't know what to tell the nigga. I was like, I mean, you thick, nigga. Like, <laughs> like you got ass. What can I say? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> it's not gay. I mean, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I'm sh- I don't know if he enjoyed it, but it was awkward. But that's, you know, that's the downfall of sweatpants. Sometimes people think you're a pervert when you wear sweatpants. Like, you can't be going to pick up your kids at school in sweatpants. They don't look right. Like, it's okay if you drop your kids off in the morning in the sweatpants because you just woke up. You know what I'm saying? You put the sweatpants on. You go drop the kids off. You're going to go home and put some regular pants on to go to work. But when you pick up your kids at 5.30 in the afternoon in sweatpants, they start thinking shit. Like, this nigga touching these kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start getting the Bill Cosby looks. I'm just saying. Like, it's comfortable as fuck. But I hate sweatpants because people always wanted you to do some shit in them. Like, hey, I say you got your sweats on. Can you help me move this couch? No, nigga. I'm not I'm not moving shit. Somebody asked me to play basketball the other day. They threw me the ball. I threw it out. The f- I just threw it on the side. Like, I'm not playing, man. I, got, can't, I can't get these sweatpants dirty. These are my stylish sweatpants. <laughs> Bitches like these sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done with sweatpants. These motherfuckers are comfortable. My dick is all comfy. That's why, you know, I like my sweatpants because I don't have to wash my hands after I pee because I know where my dick has been. You know what I mean? I, I wash my hands before I pee because I don't know where your hands has been. You know what I mean? I shake a lot of hands. <laughs> white people like to shake my hands. Speaking of white people, <laughs> I'd be on, like, like, if you know me, I'd be on Facebook debating race a lot because that's where we're going to solve it. Um, and uh, I've been noticing there's a trend going on. There's a lot of white people talking about white oppression and words getting thrown around. Yeah, exactly. There's white dudes, some white oppression going on. And I was like, y'all need to embrace that shit then. Oppression made some of the greatest things in this country. Black people, you know what I mean? It made jazz, it made hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got rhythm out of oppression, you know, might want to try that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we made collard greens out of oppression. We made fried chicken out of oppression. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? saying, You know what I'm saying? Everybody in this room likes fried chicken, right? You're fucking welcome. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying white people should embrace oppression. I like white people, though, when they get all uncomfortable. It's It's funny to me because it's like a sexy girl being insecure. It's like, you're a white dude and you're uncomfortable talking about race. It's like having big titties and not getting free drinks. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, (laughs) like you got, you not doing it right, you know? Like, you know, like it's the, I found out that white people be racist to each other with names like Pollock and WAP and you know, like white people be racist to each other, and I did it once, and I understand why white people are racist. It felt good. It was like, I got to call a motherfucker my dirty wop Dago bastard. It felt good. I felt like, oh, I hurt his feelings. Like, you know what I mean? That was the first time in my life I felt like what I said to a white man really hurt him, because I say a lot of shit to white people. I do, Ponytail. I'm sorry. You know, it's funny that they even call you that because that's why I call my landlord. Because she wears these little fake ponytails. <laughs> you call her call her ponytail, uh, fucking ponytails. So she changed that name. That just sounds so gay. I'm just sorry. Like, she call it a horse tail. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a Clydesdale tail. Man, these are H and M jogging pants. I doubt we have the same jogging pants. These jogging pants cost $29. I don't know. I am I doubt we have the same jogging pants. These, you got your H&M jogging pants? You got yours? Really? They're comfortable as fuck, right? I got the black ones, too, with the zippers on the pocket, so when I go out to the club... <laughs> going to the... Jogging pants is the shit, right? But we're not on that joke anymore. <laughs> you like You could have spoke up like 10 minutes ago oh my god i think we need some holidays for black people nah i was just talking about that somebody said they had to go to work a white man said he had to go to work on martin's king day and i said good White people should have to go to work on Martin Luther King Day. That's the one day white people should be calling their black friend like, Hey, Leroy, I know uh, it's Martha's King Day coming up. You want me to take your shift on Monday? You know what I'm saying? You you can still have the money, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like I'm just saying, we're not getting no reparations. Racism's going nowhere. Give us the little small victories. You know what I mean? Let's give us the small victories. You know, like, let us go to the Kendrick Lamar concert and you guys not come. <laughs> We'll throw a whole nother one for you guys, but you know, let us have the first one and then you guys can come. Like, you know You need to bring back hip hop club shootings, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's just give us the small victories, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Let us have your women, you know. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's me. That was fucking up. That was I don't know. I think uh we should have a "Don't Shoot a Black Man" Day. That's when black men can look at the police <laughs> directly in the eye and not fear. Like, <laughs> all right, that was that was weak. Uh, this is a stupid premise, but you guys might might think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> like, all right, fellas, have you ever like? had a dude when your homies go out with a chick that everybody knows and you're like yo that's guaranteed ass like you're like you know like you had that like everybody knows that one chick not shaming her she can do her thing but bitch is a slut you know what I mean like you know everybody knows everybody